0: Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. We are on episode number 10 of 11. We are almost finished. We have been talking about the 10 most common mistakes female business leaders make that prevent us from creating a revenue or generating a revenue of over a million dollars in our business. We can totally do it. We can get there. But there are definitely some barriers that either exist in the business world that we're not overcoming, or there are barriers barriers within ourselves that we aren't overcoming. And so together, through this mini-series, we're figuring out exactly what's holding us back. We're looking in the mirror, and we're saying, no more. No more will I let these pieces hold me back. No more will I have that negative mindset. I will move forward. I will have the impact on the world that I am meant to have. I am gonna solve the problems for my customers, and I am gonna see my revenue go over a million dollars because my business is capable of it, right? That is what we have been saying through this mini-series. So let's continue on with that train of thought. Today we are going to focus on advertising, okay? Now, we've been talking about advertising just in general when we've been talking about generating traffic or, you know, where do we send our traffic if we've created some some organic traffic going into Facebook groups, for example. We've talked about where do we send them, right, using email automation or having a landing page. But we've also talked about the fact that if we can manage our money effectively and if we want to grow, then we should be able to pour our money into... Properly, right? Let me put the keyword in there. Properly pour money into advertising and see a return relative to sales leads. We should generate leads. So think about this for a second. When we started our businesses, we had this grand idea that everyone is just waiting for our product. It's like, you open the door in the morning and everyone's standing on your lawn. And they're just like, please give me what you have. I heard that you have this amazing product. You've come up with it. I have you know, cash in my hand. Trade me. Give it to me now. I want it. Right? I mean, there's, there's really no reason why we need to go out there and tell anybody about our product. Because people are just going to want to grab it. Because it's just so amazing. Right? Now, I don't know if you ever saw this movie it was one of my favorite movies when i was a kid it's called santa claus it's santa claus the movie and it came out in 1985 and so i'm dating myself a little bit so yes i I am a a little older um than what i feel like i am let's put it that way um but it was one of my favorite christmas movies as a kid i mean i loved this movie i was so blown away by the elves painting the different wooden you know toys with their beards. They used their beards as paintbrushes, and it just blew my mind. I thought it was like the coolest thing to really see the workshop and how the elves worked. And, anyway, so anyway, in the movie, there's an elf, and the elf's name is Patch, and Patch leaves the North Pole because he, he got a position in the North Pole to work as the assistant to Santa Claus and He created a machine that really messed up the toys. Didn't put the toys together correctly. And so there were a ton of returns going back to the North Pole of broken toys. And so Patch was so disheartened that he left the North Pole and came to the United States. And and he was trying to redeem himself. So he went and he was figuring out who he should work for. He wanted to work for another toy manufacturer, right? And so he ended up looking at, and of course this was back in the 80s, right? Where you would stand in front of. A store shop window, and it would have all these different TVs in the windows, and you could watch TV. And so there were tons of people standing around these TVs, and he, he was watching these toys being pulled off the shelves. Well, what he didn't know was that the toy manufacturer BZ Toys actually had just gone in front of the Senate Subcommittee, and he was being fined all of this money because the toys were dangerous. It had they were flammable, and had all of these glass and nails inside the toys. If you if you broke the doll's head off, all this. You know, junk came flying out of it, and so they were being pulled off the shelves because they were being recalled, but Patch watched this video, or this newscast rather, and thought, oh my gosh, this is an amazing toy manufacturer, and, and so I need to go work for him. And so I remember the quote that he said, look, his toys are flying off the shelves, right? That's what he thought because that's what it looked like if you didn't know the story. And so I think that's a little bit like how we start out in our own businesses. You know, we think that because we have this amazing idea and we know how well it's going to work, the people are naturally going to understand what it does, how it works, why they need it, and, and why your product is better than everybody else's, and they're just gonna naturally buy it. And there are some times if you're in a blue ocean market, meaning you have no competition, and the problem is abundantly clear, that you can gain market share very quickly and people are going to understand what you're saying and they're going to grab it. They're going to grab your product. But usually that doesn't happen. You know, it's, it it typically doesn't happen at all. And if it does, sometimes it doesn't happen for the right reasons, right? Like Patch thinking that, oh my gosh, this is an amazing toy manufacturer. His stuff is flying off the shelves. When in reality, it was being recalled, right? Some of, Some of what we have to do, and the way in which we have our product, quote-unquote, fly off the shelves, is through work. It has to be done through advertising, typically. Now, we can either advertise ourselves, right? We can do the advertising through organic conversations and building that organic traffic. We can do that. But most commonly, what we do is we set aside an advertising budget. And it, it doesn't have to be extreme at first, okay? It could be $10 a day if you're doing Facebook ads, right, potentially, whatever you can afford. But we start to put advertisements out there to generate traffic. We have to generate traffic. We have to have marketing in place in order to to direct our customers to our offer. And remember our product is within our offer. What are we offering to provide them? What are we selling to them? Now if you're not careful though, and this is the mistake that happens, the mistake is not that we don't advertise. Okay, now that could be a mistake further down the road if we're not advertising at the proper time in our business, okay? But right out of the gate, it's not necessarily the fact of should we or shouldn't we. It's more about the fact that a lot of, a lot of women, a lot of people in general, but a lot of female business leaders will start to put money into advertising because they recognize the need to spend money in order to generate traffic to have people lay eyes on their offer. Okay, they get that. It's a it's a concept that we all understand. But what happens is we start to take money and we set aside money to pay for this advertising. And maybe we don't set aside enough, so we mess up our expenses, okay? Cuz we've talked about cash flow and understanding our financials, right? So go back to those lessons and think through it from this lens, advertising, right? Or the the other problem is that we're spending all this money on advertising, but there's no ROI. There's no return on the marketing spend so you're spending a lot of money you have a lot of expenses but you're not seeing any traffic go to your offer and and so then you're not generating any money So again you're spending a lot of money you're spending money on expenses but you're not generating the return and so you've got to ensure that what you spend in marketing has a proper ROI a proper return on investment they have to align so, either you have to decide this on your own, you need to decide it with someone who works for you on your, on your marketing team, or if you have an external company doing your marketing for you, before you start your marketing campaign, you need to agree as to what good performance looks like, what underperformance looks like, and what action is going to be taken based on either result. If it's good performance, then are we going to add even you know, more money? Are we going to spend even more money in that advertising campaign because it's working? It's landing? Or are we going to leave it alone? If it's underperforming, how long does it have to underperform? And what does underperformance look like? How do we define underperformance before we pull the trigger on the ad? Right? Underperforming ads cost you money and those ads have to be resolved quickly if you're going to spend the right amount of money in the right place to generate the proper traffic and drive your revenue. You can't spend ten dollars to make a dollar. That's not good business math. You can spend a dollar and make ten, that's great business math, and that's the pathway you want to go down. And your marketing campaign has to pan out for you in that regard. Like I said, this is the pitfall that holds us back from generating a million dollar plus business, right? We cannot create that business if we're spending more money than we're making. And a lot of people lose sight of their advertising spend and they don't recognize where the ROI should be and so they don't properly manage it. And so that's my challenge for you today. Your product isn't just gonna fly off the shelf. Work has to be done by way of advertising to drive traffic to your product and we know that. But your ad spend must be targeted at the right customer, right, and it has to be productive in order to drive your revenue to that million dollar plus mark. That has to all go hand in hand. So here's your challenge for today. If you are paying for marketing, what are your goals for each campaign? If you haven't already established them before you start running it, go and establish them now. Go look at how it's working. Go look at what leads you're generating, what sales you're getting off of your investment, and decide if that's reasonable. And if it's not, then how do you improve those marketing campaigns in order to drive your revenue upward? How do you reduce expense and increase your revenue? How do you make $2 for every $1 you spend? That's perfectly fine. I would take that any day, right? But how do you make sure that you're not spending a dollar making a dollar? You don't want to break even. That's not going to increase your revenue. And you can't be spending more money than what you make. You can't be spending two to make one. You need to be spending one to make two dollars. Or spending one to make three dollars. That's the pathway you need to go down. And the only way that you can confidently know that's the path you're going down is to manage your advertising campaigns, manage your budget, Constantly tweak as needed based on the results that are coming in and go ahead and perfect that campaign, right? We have to be building traffic, but we have to do it from the proper spend. That is your challenge. So think through that. And if you need to go tackle your advertising campaigns, go do it and then eliminate that barrier that's preventing you from getting the revenue that you could absolutely generate in your business. I will join you tomorrow in the next episode in this mini series. Go and be legendary.